Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, we have our week in review, and I read some of your emails. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, November 12th. 2021. Let's start the day with some emails from listeners. The first email is from Matt, and Matt wrote in answering the question about is Bitcoin getting politicized? And he said, Neil Ferguson had a great take on this topic from one of the most recent Lex Friedman podcasts. His thesis is that Democrats are the establishment politicians, while Republicans told the anti establishment line. Crypto being relatively new technology that is disruptive to many establishments like banking and fiat currencies is predictably being championed by the more Republican and Libertarians. As a progressive, this is the single issue that I find myself disagreeing with many Democratic politicians on the national stage. It is disheartening that Democrats do not seem to understand the potential that crypto has for wrestling power and influence away from banking institutions who have mastered the art of fleecing their customers through fees, low interest rates, and outright fraud. I'm looking at you, Wells Fargo. Damn, called him out, huh? <laughs> Wait, all right, Matt. Not to mention the banking industry's systemic discrimination against people of color, for examples, with mortgage loans. Crypto is still in its infancy, and I guess it would take some time for Democrats and progressives to educate themselves and understand how this new tech can empower groups of people who have historically been taken advantage of by financial sector. I am optimistic, but impatient. Matthew. Thank you very much, Matt, for those comments. Next letter comes in from Zach, and Zach says, I'd like to think about it in terms of political compasses, left and right and one axis, and libertarian and authoritarian on the other. I think that cryptocurrency on the whole is a big gradient of left and right, but very libertarian. Decentralization and individual autonomy are the core concepts of cryptocurrency, in my opinion. However, I think individual products lean in a particular direction, left or right. I think Bitcoin leans right with its conservative ethos and unchanging philosophy. And I think F is either center or leans left, given roughly the opposite. And that's from Zach. This next one is from also a Zach, but different Zach. He says, I love listening to your show. And I had to respond to your question asking if crypto is politically divisive now. I'm a proud progressive that voted for Elizabeth Warren in the presidential primaries. So this question has been on my mind, especially since Senator Warren has come out so vocally against so much of the crypto market. And to that, vocal supporters and divisive politicians like Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, and your fellow Ohioan, Josh Mandel. And then boom, there you have it, a politicized, made-for-cable-TV news political polarized debate. But we can't let that happen. From what I've learned, from diving into the crypto world the past year, there are plenty of folks across the political spectrum to get excited about. When you stop talking about political parties and just talk about issues, I think most people would agree that we want to take the power away from big banks and Wall Street and put it into the hands of the average people. Crypto can do that. When we talk about environmental issues, 
and concerns, yes, there are questions about proof-of-work blockchains, but proof-of-stake blockchains offer one solution, in addition to pushing proof-of-work miners to use more renewable energy sources. And as for regulations, I think most people agree that we do want certain safeguards in place that will help even more people adopt crypto with confidence. The list goes on. But I think that most important for crypto support is to stay above the fray. The transition we are currently in is bigger than a political party and doesn't inherently benefit one side or the other. It is agnostic to politics and will reflect the values we put into it. Thanks for all you do. And as a former Ohioan, I'll be rooting for your campaign next year. Zach, Zach, thank you very much for that. And here is my opinion. I won't agree with this last Zach, not the first Zach. Oh, wait. I mean, I don't not disagree with the first Zach. I think everybody has great opinions, and thank you very much for sending them in. But my opinion is pretty much the same as the last Zach, is that we see that these uh, very polarizing or very heavily branded political figures out there taking a side of cryptocurrency in the cryptocurrency debate. And obviously, they're you know opposite sides of each other. So you have the Josh Mandel and the Ted Cruz taking a their side and then the elizabeth warren taking the almost the exact opposite side and like zach said it's a made for cable news debate it's like how do you grift and get support or the eyes or keep your name out there for marketing purposes uh, using and leveraging the bitcoin or cryptocurrency debate or community just start commenting on it um and taking polarizing sides and i think that you know zach really has a good point is let's just start looking through that and seeing that there's many different people from many different political ideologies out there that are working in and supporting this space and this idea and this movement and this industry and building businesses. And so we really have to start, you know, really shaping the conversation that is nonpartisan and not even bipartisan, just nonpartisan and focusing on the tech, focusing on the work, focusing on the ethos and what is being built and the reasons that it's being built. Because if we keep you know, putting political brands on this, we are going to have this polarization that is not going to be good for anyone. It's going to really put people in you know, staunch camps. And what we can do is really move the world forward, I, I believe, um, and the, the U.S. forward by really coming together, cutting out the noise and focusing on the work and the reasons for the work. And finally, I have one more email that came in yesterday uh, that came from Raphael, by the way, which is my favorite Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Sorry, Raphael, but your name is Raphael. Anyway, he had one comment and one question. And the first one was this comment about the Burger King promotion. He said his friend and I are trying to do this Burger King promotion. If you guys, in this part of the news of the week, by the way, is that Burger King is doing a promotion, giving away Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. There's 2 million Doge that people can win. There's 20 Bitcoin, and there's like 100 Ethereum people can win. So he's been going out playing this Burger King crypto promotion. He said he's zero for three, only scoring a Doge each time. However, you can't be zero for three if you're getting Doge every time you go out. So you are winning, but you're not winning any Bitcoin. So I hope you win some Bitcoin. Let me know if you win some Bitcoin, Raphael. Uh, but you're still winning Doge. And I guess that's part of the thing, you know, you're getting doge. Anyway, he also said that he wanted to uh, know about more ideas about how to learn about the NFT space. I sent him an email back uh, for Super Rare. Super Rare, I sat down with them back in like 2019 when they were starting their project. Uh, really good guys. They also have a great blog and tutorial in their help center about how to get into the NFT space. And that's on their superrare.com, superrare.com. And you know what? Super Rare was one of the first platforms I used to start trading NFTs. Uh, look, I think people learn differently. Some people love to sit in a classroom, take all kinds of notes, read everything they can about a subject before they even 
dip their toe in and get their feet wet or get their beak wet. But I am totally different. I rather take a hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks, just start throwing it around like a madman and figuring it out as I go, losing money, getting burned or whatever. For me, that hundred bucks or 200 bucks is tuition. And I rather learn by doing than learn by listening. And uh, read the blogs, read the forums, watch the YouTube videos. Again, if you have a question, just Google it or what, actually YouTube it is probably the best way to do it. And go to these different sites. Like I said, superrare.com. They have many different blogs and comments and posts about how to keep yourself safe, how to set up an account, how to trade NFTs, how to mint NFTs. And just, in my opinion, the easiest way to go in and start getting involved with NFTs or anything in the space, put a little money into it, know that you're going to lose it, but play and have fun and be safe. But never use your own email address. Make a new email address for everything. <laughs> Just keep everything separate. Make a new wallet for everything. Don't use any wallet that you always use. Just separate everything. Put 100 bucks in a new MetaMask. Make a new email to do things. But play with it. That's the way I, I do it. Anyway, that's enough rambling this morning. 10 minutes of rambling this morning? Hey, we got to get in these crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 10.15 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin, $63,332, down 3% in 24. Ethereum, $4,570, down 4% in 24. However, part of our week in review is to let you know that Bitcoin hit all-time highs this week. All-time high was $68,789. It's down 7% from that all-time high set only two days ago. So we're, we're, we're doing okay. And Ethereum hit its all-time high two days ago as well at $4,860. It's down 5.2% from that, but that was only two days ago. So we are very, very good right now. Binance Coin is in the number three spot at $614, down 2%. Tether, number four. And Solana, number five, at 224 down 7%. Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, XRP, Polkadot, USDC, and Dogecoin. Total market cap, we're at $2.76 trillion. A BTC dominance of 43.2% and an F dominance of 19.6. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day today is Venus Link, ticker little v l i n k. Okay. Rank is 8.95 on Coin Market Cap. Price is 67.8 cents, down 6.5% in 24. Total market cap is 20.9 million fully diluted market cap is 21.1 million so basically all of the v link is in circulation all-time high was set six months ago at one dollar and six cents it's down 35 percent from there it's up from its all-time low set a year ago uh it's up 300 percent from there which was 17 cents where can you buy this v link well only on their market v link and it's a v link to link a pair so uh, apparently you can buy V-Link on their platform. And so I went to their platform and it looks like you have to have a wallet or a, a MetaMask with, that is connected to Binance Smart Chain to log into it, to use anything. So I can't see their dashboard. I can't see their market. Uh, I can't see really anything. I can see some transaction history, but I, I honestly don't know what this is. Uh, so I'm going to read CoinMarketCap for you to tell you what this is. Venus Link or VLink is a cryptocurrency that operates on the Binance Smart Chain BEP20 platform. Venus Link has a current supply of 30.9 million 
that's on price of VLink is yep and really you can find more information on venus.io slash dashboard and there's nothing there it just keeps loading so let's see maybe because i am using a certain browser let me go look at a different browser it says okay connect metamask i don't want to do this can i just look at what this is all about can i just nope i have no clue what this is well there's your coin of the day that i can't really tell you what it is because i can't log into anything on their website and there's nothing on coin market cap and there's no exchanges and if you do have vlink venus link please let me know matthew aaron at decrypt.co Moving into our week in review. If you guys remember this week, Eric Adams, the new mayor-elect of New York City, he appears to be doubling down on his stance that, you know, he's going to support cryptocurrency in New York City. The first thing he's doing is he's going to say he wants cryptocurrency studies into the curricula in schools. He said this, we must open our schools to teach the technology to teach a new way of thinking. Adams also says he's going to take his first three paychecks in Bitcoin. And this was in response to Mayor Suarez of Miami taking his next paycheck in Bitcoin. Remember, Suarez's annual salary is around $97,000 a year. And Mayor Adams is going to be around $260,000 a year. Big difference, but they are still putting their money where their mouth is. There is still some more news regarding cryptocurrency in New York. As New York is launching and has launched their New York City coin. And they're doing this after Miami. Miami was the first U.S. city to launch its own Miami coin. And it was launched in August. And New York launched their mining uh, on Wednesday. A representative from CityCoin said this. CityCoins are designed to leverage New York City's energy, creativity, and entrepreneurial zeal for the benefit of the city. It will be exciting to see what New York City does with NYC coin. As you guys remember... New York City coin will be a lot like Miami coin, where people support their city by buying or mining the cryptocurrency. Funds will then be diverted to the city's treasury, and it's up to the local government to see how it's spent. Robinhood was in the news this week because, well, they got hacked. Well, they hacked meaning the data security incident is what they, what they called it. But basically, a hacker made off with millions of customers' email addresses and, in some cases, additional personal information as well. In a blog post from Robinhood, the popular stock and crypto buying company described how a hacker tricked one of its customer support employees into giving out information that let criminals make off with the trove of data. The blog said this, The unauthorized party socially engineered a customer support employee by phone and obtained access to certain customer support systems. At this time, we understand that the unauthorized party obtained a list of email addresses for approximately 5 million people and names for a different group of approximately 2 million people. So 7 million people's information is just out there just hanging out. And this goes to the November 9th show. Please listen to the show because we go through different types of social engineering hacks, six of them to be exact. And I need you to listen to this so you can understand, at least be aware I mean, nobody's going to be an expert at this unless you are an expert at this. But if you know what the hacks are, you can know what you should be looking for if people are trying to get information from you, trying to fish you, spear fish you, or, you know, just do different kind of like shady behavior to try to socially engineer you to give up information to allow them access to things that you don't want them access to. So please listen to the November 9th episode so you can get hip with it. Speaking of super rare, as we said, superrare.com earlier in the show. 
I keep saying, you know, I, I, I just have to keep saying that I hate saying like crypto company names because they're not sponsoring the show. It sounds like a promotion sometimes when I read these articles or talk about these different platforms. I want you guys to know about it, but the, the, these are not promotions. We're not getting paid for this. Every time we do a promotion, you'll, you'll know about it because it'll be front-loaded or back-loaded in the episodes, and it'll be very clear that it's an ad. We're just talking about the news. So on Super Rare, right now, with six hours left, there is a Rolling Stone NFT which because they partnered with Bored Ape Yacht Club creators, Yuga Labs, to make new Rolling Stone covers with Bored Apes on them. They're pretty cool. The auction is going on right now on Super Rare, and it is up to $105,000 for a bid for this NFT. I don't have that much money for an NFT, nor do I want to spend that much money on an NFT. I know people that probably would, and they're probably going to buy it and make a crap ton of money off of that NFT, but if you are one of those people that are going to go bid on this NFT, and if you buy this NFT, please let me know because I want to meet you and I want you to tell me about how nervous you are buying this NFT. However, the story is that Rolling Stone has entered the NFT market just like some other magazines, National Geographic, uh, The Economist, and so on and so forth. So this is exciting and these board apes are pretty cool. There's going to be five more digital pieces created by various NFT artists using and working with the board ape characters and finally the last piece of news i want to mention in our weekend review is that the european electronics outlet media market is reportedly investigating a hive ransomware attack launched on sunday evening when the attackers demanded a multi-million dollar ransom in bitcoin the attack has allegedly encrypted and blocked various key services of the retailer including its ability to accept credit cards and accept returns at some stores Online sales are reportedly unaffected. The attackers, the ransomware hackers, they reportedly demanded $240 million to release this, you know, these these features of their business, <laughs> basically uncripple their business. Uh, but apparently you can negotiate this. Media Market came back and said, yeah, nah, what about $10 million or something like that? Anyway, the report is that the demand is closer to $50 million after negotiations. Obviously, the reason why we're talking about this is because these attackers are wanting to be paid in Bitcoin. Now, if you guys have not been paying attention to some of these ransomware attacks like the Colonial Pipeline and other ones, there's been a couple in Germany um, and now Media Market. This is a big business. I've, I've listened to different podcasts about these ransomware attacks and they have like customer service. They have technical support. They have HR departments like this is these are companies. These are like these black market companies out there just making a living attacking other companies and holding their businesses for ransom. Anyway, it's super interesting. If you were going to go down the rabbit hole about something today, start searching, Google search some of the podcasts that are talking about these ransomware hackers. I think Today Explained did one. I think uh, The Daily with Michael Barbaro did one. So totally interesting stuff. That's your weekend rabbit hole. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to DeemerForCongress.com. That's B-I-E-M-E-R for Congress.com. Support the campaign. And go to Apple Podcasts. Support the podcast by liking, subscribing, and sharing. And the most important thing besides the five stars is to leave us a comment. So people can go to that comment and see all the good things you say about the podcast. And then they go, ooh, that, that looks like a good podcast. I want to listen to that podcast. It really does help a lot. And it puts us into the rankings of iTunes. Right now, we're ranked around number 100 in business podcasts. We have peaked. 
at number 42 in all of business podcasts on iTunes podcast. So that makes us really happy. Help us support. Please support by leaving us those comments. Anyway, until tomorrow's weekend update, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>